the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Just say you're sorry. That apparently is all you have to do if you blatantly ignore and violate the restriction put on uh, restrictions uh, that is put on us by our government leaders who are so much smarter than we are. You know the story about Gavin Newsom, the uh, governor of California, who's locked everything down in that state. Uh, he, of course, was caught dining inside a restaurant with 12 to 15 people, none of whom were wearing masks, and they were all sitting close together and not socially distanced. This happened about uh, 15 minutes after he had declared that indoor dining was no longer allowed in California. And you know about Nancy Pelosi getting her hair done in a salon out there and not wearing a mask and being caught on video and, of course, uh, saying she was set up. This was in a state where salons were not allowed to be open, of course. And, of course, thousands of people, because of that uh, ruling, were left without income. They weren't allowed to open their salons, but Nancy was somehow able to find someone to open one up and uh, take care of her hair so that she could look a little prettier than she normally does. In both cases, the two uh, government idiots admitted to doing exactly what uh, they had told the, the, uh, the peasants not to do. And then they said, I'm sorry, it won't happen again, except for Nancy, as I said. She said she was set up, so she actually hasn't even apologized. The mayor of Los Angeles, by the way, has just decreed, either yesterday or today, that uh, everyone in the city is required to stay home. Everybody. Who's going to be the first government official out there who gets caught violating that one, do you think? Now, what this does show, of course, is that the people who are making these rules uh, don't really believe that they're effective. Uh and if they did think they were effective, which they obviously don't anyway, but if they did, uh, they're obviously saying that the rules don't apply to them. The mayor of Chicago was spotted at a demonstration celebrating the uh, the election of Joe Biden uh, on election night or the day after, I guess it was, or maybe it was Saturday when they announced it. Anyway, hundreds of thousands of people, or hundreds or thousands, I should say, not hundreds of thousands, but hundreds or thousands of people uh, gathered and uh she wasn't wearing a mask, and she was speaking through a, a bullhorn, bullhorn and spraying her droplets all over the place. She wasn't wearing a mask, and uh, neither were most of the people there. And she, of course, didn't apologize. I think she justified it by saying something like uh, uh, people have to, to let off steam or something stupid like that. And she also got nabbed getting her hair done uh, a few months earlier when the salons in Illinois were closed. Somehow she was able to get her beautiful hair done. Uh, there are lots of other examples, but the best one so far, the best one so far, uh, just might be in Austin, Texas. And it's, uh, believe me, the competition is strong. To come up with the best one, you got to really do something. And this guy did. The mayor of Austin pulled a beauty. Uh, and, of course, he was nabbed. And, of course, he has apologized and promised never to do it again and told the people of his uh, city that they should listen to what he said and not pay a whole lot of attention to what he does Anyway, when we come back, I will talk to a former Pittsburgher who happens to be in politics down in Austin, Texas, and we'll get the details on what the mayor did and what the reaction is down there. Also, in our second half hour, I might have some gift ideas for you. Now, these would be ideas on what gifts you shouldn't buy or products you shouldn't buy for yourself or for anybody else because they're made by slaves and sold by companies that have set new standards for hypocrisy, new stuff coming out from China. Stick around. Past results do not guarantee future performance. Stock market have you nervous with all the massive fluctuations? With the hope for a COVID vaccine on the rise, shifting political landscape, and the election at an end, it's virtually impossible to guess what will happen next. With Vantage Point, you don't have to. Text MONEY to 411411 to find out how our technology can forecast market trends up to three days in advance with incredible accuracy. Text MONEY to 411411 to get what you need to stay ahead of market trends and find explosive 
explosive moves before they happen. Vantage Point's patented technology analyzes huge quantities of global data in seconds. Stop guessing. Start predicting trends 72 hours in advance. Text MONEY to 411411 and experience Vantage Point for free. Text MONEY to 411411 so you can protect and grow your capital now. Don't wait. Text MONEY to 411411. Go to VantagePointSoftware.com for terms, conditions, and privacy policy. We're all thinking a lot more about staying safe these days. Windows R Us Pittsburgh is no different. This is John Steigerwald. When it comes to working around your home, Windows R Us remains committed to the safety of you and your family. For roofs, gutters and downspouts, siding, and, of course, windows, Windows R Us Pittsburgh can answer the call. With over 50 years of home remodeling experience, Windows R Us has earned its reputation as the area's premier exterior replacement company. And all work will be done in strict compliance with the government's social distancing guidelines. If you've had damage, you may be eligible for free repair or replacement. Visit WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com for a free inspection from one of their highly trained appraisers. You'll love their no-pressure approach, no hidden fees, and one of the fastest turnaround times in the industry. From a company that will never skip town when it comes to honoring their warranty, why pay double? Trust the area's premier exterior replacement company. That's WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com Parents, let's be honest. Many high school and college-age kids seem to have little direction these days. That might be true for your son or daughter. They spend a lot of time gaming, hanging with friends, but nothing seems to lead them on a path to adulthood. You may want them to go to a four-year university, but nah, their grades just don't warrant it. Their lack of passion and direction makes you wonder if a four-year university would even be a wise investment. Here's a better route to consider. The Facilities Management HVAC or Electronics Training Program available through Salem Career Hub. They'll learn real-life work skills that are marketable and in high demand right now. And at SalemCareerHub.com, you can sign up for these courses at 50% off their regular price. Talk it over with your kids and get them out of the basement. They're probably as anxious as you are to move forward and just need a little push. The place to start? SalemCareerHub.com. You can also call 866-711-6275. 866-711-6275 or SalemCareerHub.com Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 3388 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 3388. Enjoy. Warning, listening to this program may expose you to toxic masculinity. The John Staggerwald Show on AM 1250, The Answer. Seems like uh, every day a Democrat official is exposed as a hypocrite for doing exactly what he's been telling the peasants Uh, not to do. We gave you some examples before the break. The latest is the mayor of Austin, Texas, Steve Adler. And we just happen to have an official correspondent in Austin, Texas, for this radio program. That would be Matt Makoviak. He's a former Pittsburgher, columnist, consultant, and the chairman of the Republican Party in Travis County. He joins us now. Matt, thanks for being here. Hey, it's great to be with you. How you doing? Good. How are you? I'm doing great, man. Steelers are 11-0. I couldn't be happier. That's good. <laughs> so so uh, tell us, what did uh, Mayor Steve do that uh, has got him in some trouble down there? Yeah, so it's, it's bad enough that at a time when, you know, we have small businesses closing and bars have been shut down for months and months and months and restaurants are at limited capacity. Uh, it's bad enough that we're dealing with all that here in Austin, like, they are, like we are in lots of parts of the country. Um, he decided to release a video uh, before Thanksgiving basically asking Austin residents not to travel and not even to get, in, to get together in groups for the holidays, um, which, is, which is bad enough. You know, if you, if you want to get a few people together in your family, you want to travel by car right. to go visit your relatives, you know, Thanksgiving, 
the odds that that really appreciably makes uh, anyone at greater risk, I think, is pretty difficult to, to prove. But what makes right. it all the more rich is that he literally taped the, the video and put it out from Cabo San Lucas, the resort town in Mexico. <laughs> right. So he was he was hoping no one would would notice this uh, investigative reporter with the Austin American statesman and Tony Plahetsky, who's an award winning reporter, somehow found out where he was. So it's not 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 bad enough that he you know didn't want us to to visit with our family or travel for the holiday, but he was literally breaking his own requirement while he was taping the video, which is just you know hypo- hypocrisy on steroids. So we have a mayor who is in a resort, a resort in Mexico. He flew there on a private jet, from what I understand, uh, with eight other people. And he's, he's at the resort that he just traveled to. <laughs> and he's, he's telling people that they shouldn't travel. And they, they shouldn't even travel, like, you know, from Mount Lebanon to Dormont, the equivalent of that, whatever that is in Austin, to have Thanksgiving yeah. dinner, but he's in he's in a resort in Mexico. That's just beautiful, unbelievable. I mean, it's, it's really it's it's really me- megalomaniacal, right? I mean, the, the idea yeah. that you could be serving the public in an office, asking people to sacrifice in a way that you are quite literally not willing to sacrifice yourself at the precise moment you're asking people to make that sacrifice. I mean, it, it takes a certain level of just detachment from reality. Uh, and from just sort of basic decency that you could ever make a statement like that, tape a video like that. I guess he thought he'd never get caught. It's a little hard to tell in a Zoom video where you are while you're you're taping Mm -hmm. it. Um, But what makes it worse is we saw just in the last day or so, uh, he apparently has requested about a $10,000 reimbursement from his trip. So I don't know if that's if he's if he said he was on official duties, or if he's trying to get re- oh, reimbursed boy. for the for the fuel cost or for security going, he went down there. His his daughter had a wedding a few months ago, but they didn't get to do a honeymoon, so he took his family down there for some type of honeymoon. Perfectly normal thing to do, but but don't ask mm-hmm. people not to travel when you're doing it yourself. It's a pretty basic concept. So wait a minute, he's now trying to turn it into a business trip. I, I hope that's true. <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know the answer. I, I do know that, that it, we, we looked into this uh, last night. We got a tip on it last night. We started looking into it. Yeah, there's like a $10,000 reimbursement request that he filed, not not personally, but he, he filed it to to the uh, the Austin Executive Airport, which is the FBO where you fly private uh, in and out of Austin. So, look, I, look, the thing about this that's amazing is if, if you step back for a second and ask yourself, did he really risk anyone or anything by doing that? No. Probably not, not right? If he was outdoors, if he was just with his family, if they took precautions, they were probably fine. But, but that's not what he thinks, right? Because he's been telling people who live here, like a lot of other mayors in San Francisco, the governor of California, elected officials all over the country, as you've been pointing out, they do believe that what he did endangered the community, right? So not only does he trying to get other people not to do it, but he's willing to do it himself. So he's either totally phony or he really wasn't putting anyone at risk. So it, it's bad either way. And here's the thing. I, I mean, we, we talk about this, this uh, the COVID-19 thing and the restrictions and all that to the point that it makes me want to throw up, but it's every day. But uh, just for the record, for me, um, if I had a chance to go on the plane, uh, I wouldn't care if I was at risk. I'd take, I would take my chances, figuring that even though I'm in the, the, uh, the danger zone as far as my age, um, I would say, you know what, um, I'm going, and if I get sick, I'm not going to die. i got about a 99.5% chance of surviving. I'll take my chances, and I'm going. So if the other people on that jet were not old, if they were, you know, uh, if the, I guess it's a wedding party. I'm guessing they're in their early 30s, most of them. Uh, there's no danger to them, zero, none, right. not one bit of danger to them. You, you, they, they use right. the word it, danger for this, and there just isn't any. Yeah, right. And if there was no danger for that, which which I think most normal people look at that and say, you know what, there probably wasn't much danger there. There's no danger in driving 30 minutes to visit your relatives for Thanksgiving dinner, right? And so, no. you know, I just think we've got it. We've, you know, part of why why we are where we are right now, where we are seeing a resurgence, I think, is that people are not trusting elected officials and public health officials anymore no. because they're just so, so phony. If they were being reasonable and saying, look social distance, wear a mask when you can't, and don't get together in groups of larger than 10. And if you do that, we're going to be fine, but you can do everything else. If they were just kind of being reasonable about it, but saying, you know, saying you have to eat outdoors at Thanksgiving, or you can only have one person go to the restroom yeah. at your home. Yeah. I mean, this kind of stuff is just so silly. that it, Wear it makes, a mask it while you're eating? For the public. Yeah, it makes, it makes it easy for the public not to listen to anything else they're saying. 
I don't believe anything they say. I, I pay no attention to it, actually. But, but um, how did he get – I mean, it seems to me, based on what you uh, just told us, that uh, they, he was found out, obviously, but it sounds like to me like somebody somebody in the group ratted on him. How else would he have gotten caught? Yeah, I, I don't know if it was the reimbursement. Um, I don't know if it was someone at the, at the FBO at the airport, you know, because you uh-huh. can all, okay. the, all those flights get logged. Uh, it could be. It could have been someone at the resort. I mean, these resort towns in Mexico are very popular places for people in Texas to go because they're short trips. Um, a lot of people speak Spanish in Texas, so it's not a not a huge burden. So I, I don't know. There's a number of possibilities. Um, could have been someone even in the mayor's office that thought it was particularly hypocritical. It's entirely possible. So I'm glad we know because we've got to we've got to you know we've got to out these public officials who are being so unbelievably ridiculous. Uh, Governor California well, visiting the you know the Tonyus restaurant. Uh, in Cal- right. in maybe in the country, the French Laundry, after saying people shouldn't be doing that. Apparently, the mayor of San Francisco was there at the time. You've had mm-hmm. you know, public health officials violating their own orders. Uh, it's just, it goes on and on and on. And it's been going on for seven months. Uh, what has the, uh, I, I, and I, I, I'm afraid to ask this because I'm trying to imagine what the local TV uh, newscasts would do with a story like this. I think that they would be. It wouldn't. It wouldn't be covered the way it should be. Uh, there would be nobody trashing him. Uh, I, I, I'm just afraid to even ask what the response from the local media has been. Uh, like I'm not it's necessarily pre- the the, yeah. the right wing media either. I mean, like the the news, yeah, the, yeah. the local news, TV news. I share. I share your. I share your your low expectations. Generally speaking, in this case, it was so outrageous, and this thing this oh, thing good. became an international story within within an hour that they couldn't yeah. ignore it. And so it actually did get a lot of attention. He issued an initial statement where he didn't apologize. He tried to make clear that everything they did was safe. Uh, about mm-hmm. 30 minutes later, he issued a second statement, apologizing, taking responsibility, admitting he shouldn't have done it. But no, this has been a major story, uh, you know, really even into today, uh, with even, even Democratic folks on places like Twitter, platforms like Twitter, saying this just makes uh, everybody look ridiculous and that it's indefensible. See, I, I think a guy who, who gets who gets nabbed doing Up something like that, he should just say, yeah. uh, you know what, I'm busted, I quit, I resign, I'm sorry, I, 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 I've, I've destroyed whatever credibility I might have with you, and I'll see you later. But I'm sure that's not going to happen. You know, it's a good question, because let's say that things get worse. Let's say that our hospitals maybe get overrun in the next month, uh, that things, you know, the numbers continue to get worse. If he yeah. did have to make some type of difficult decision to you know, ban elective surgeries or, you know, shut down restaurants entirely or whatever, it would be hard to do that with any real credibility at this point. So he is, he is definitely radioactive right now, at least locally, and he deserves it. You know, when you make a decision that is that lame-brained, that the average person, you know, would immediately tell you is, is totally indefensible um, and unjustified and ridiculous. I mean, he should have just not taped the video, you know. Have your public health director do it. If you're, if you're at a resort in Mexico violating your own rule, maybe have someone else make the announcement. Yeah, we're talking to Matt Makoviak. He's a former Pittsburgher and uh, the chairman of the Republican Party down in Travis County, which is in Austin, Texas. Um, and the mayor down there had a pull a boo boo. Um, and I'm hoping that uh, see. Here's the thing, Matt. I, I know you you cover politics. You're actually in politics um, as a party uh, 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 chairman. But uh, one of the biggest problems that I, that I think most, uh, not all, uh, public officials have is that they. They don't realize how expendable they are. When when you pull something like this mayor did, and I go all the way back to when Bill Clinton got busted with Monica Lewinsky, he just should have said, that, uh, "Okay, you know, look, I got busted. I I, I have no I, I I can't I have no defense. I'm I'm done. Thanks a lot. I'll see you later." But they they think that they're uh, they're not expendable. Nobody if if the mayor of Austin quit tomorrow, nobody in Austin would know the difference, would they? Really seriously? No, exactly. That's exactly right. Um, but they do think that they're, that they're indispensable. Um, you know, they, they get used to the trappings of, of being in office. They get used to having staff and travel and thinking that all the decisions they make are really important, that they're, they're the only one that can make them. And look, they do work hard to get to these offices. And so I understand. And, and, and being in public office is, is, generally speaking, a sacrifice. Most of these people can make more money in the private sector, not lobbying or consulting, doing other things. Um, but you do have to ask yourself a question, you know, when something like this happens, you have to ask yourself, can you continue to serve, uh, in a way where the public has confidence in you? And I don't know, is this, is this something that blows over in a few days? It's possible. He has to fully own it and apologize, um, and, and maybe come to his senses a little bit on what some of the things he's been saying over time. 
it's not the first time he's done something ridiculous. I mean, he's been out at Black Lives Matter rallies, not wearing masks as if COVID is not <laughs> contagious at Black Lives Matter rallies. Um, right. So, so, you know, this kind of, uh, this, this kind of, um, you know, behavior is not new for him and it's not new for a lot of public officials, right? Look, if, if, if Trump rallies are a risk to public health then Black Lives Matter rallies are a risk to public health and you can't find a Democratic elected official at any level of government who will say that a Black Lives Matter rally no. uh, is no. bad for public health. You simply can't. And so when, when, you, when, when people look at that, they say, well, maybe this isn't about science. Maybe this is about politics. Yeah. Uh, Austin is a blue island down there in a, in a huge red state, and we've had you on before to talk about stuff that's happened down there. Uh, but uh, from what I, you've told me, what I've seen about this guy, this mayor, uh, what's his name again? Steve, uh, Steve Adler. Um, Adler. Steve Adler. Yeah. This isn't even close to being the worst thing that uh, he's done. I mean, you, you have homeless people running, uh, overrunning the city. Uh, they defunded the police. I mean, is he involved with all that? He's in the middle of all of it. Yep, yep. We um, last July they passed a uh, an ordinance allowing people to, to camp anywhere in public, with very few exceptions. Our unhoused homeless population grew forty six percent last year because of that. Uh, a few months ago, they cut one third of the police budget, one hundred and fifty million dollars. They didn't even let the police cadet class, which was majority minority, uh, graduate, even though they were at the end of their nine-week uh, training. They wouldn't even let them graduate. Said they have to go through some type of racial sensitivity or racial bias training. Uh, it's, it's, it's awful. And so, yeah, the city of Austin, they just passed a 20% property tax in perpetuity to build a subway through downtown that nobody wants. And it's not going to be operative for 10 years. So, yeah, it's, you know, we are basically, as a city, we are sort of looking at Los Angeles and San Francisco, and rather than saying that, that we don't want to follow their disastrous uh, path, we're saying we're going we're gonna to emulate it. And at some point, residents here are going to wake up, but they haven't yet. They've, they've basically put these people in office, and they, and they keep them there. And, um, you know, Texas is a great place to live. Austin is a difficult place inside a great place to live. Um, yeah, they get what you vote for. And so, so how is defunding the police worked out down there? We just broke our at least modern era homicide rate uh, record That's for the nice. year. Uh, we're up to 46 or 47 homicides. That was as of late November, so we still had a month to go. Yeah, I mean, it's decimated the police force. We can't pay overtime. We can't recruit. We can't retain. Uh, we've lost all kinds of spe- uh, specialist uh, sort of areas in the police department, the bomb-sniffing dogs, the mounted horses. You know, the, the, I mean, you go, it goes on and on and on. Um, you know, the idea that if you have fewer police, you'll have less crime is one of the stupidest things I can possibly think of. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't, doesn't mean you need a million police officers, but you need right. enough police to match your population. And we're a fast-growing city. We're the 11th or 12th largest city in the country. The fact that you would cut one-third of the police budget, uh, particularly when we have the homeless population growing uh, and creating all kinds of problems in our city, is just absolutely outrageous. So, yeah, this is, this is what we're contending with down here locally. See, up here in Pittsburgh, when you hear the name Austin, uh, the city of Austin, you think of a a nice small town in Texas, but that ain't what it is, is it? No, and I remember, you know, when I was a kid, I mean, Pittsburgh and Austin were probably not that different in terms of population. Of course, you know, if you Mm -hmm. talk about city, you talk about the MSA, it's different. But, um, you know, Pittsburgh has not been growing, although maybe it has in the recent recent few years. But for a long time there, when the steel industry died, it was very difficult. Austin was probably the 30th largest city in the country when I was a kid. And it's now 11th. We're over a million people. Um, you know, it's a, it's a global city. And we have, you know, international flights to Europe, international flights to South America and Central America, you name it. Uh, we have global events. Like, we have the only Formula One track in the United States in Austin. We have the Austin City Limits Music Festival. We have South by Southwest. We have, you know, all of that. I mean, these are, these are really important global events. So it is a big city. Uh, it's the fourth largest city uh, in, in Texas after Dallas, Houston, and San Antonio. But Texas has four of the 13 largest cities in the country, and it's now the second largest state in the country. And it's, it's you know, over, overtaken New York. It's not going to overtake California. Uh, but it's a, it's a very fast-growing state. And as a state, it's, it's very attractive because we have no state income tax. We have very limited regulation. We have a part-time legislature that's only in, in, you know, in office every other year for 140 days. So it's a, it's a, it's a state that works, and we have a, a booming economy. And uh, you can come here and raise a family and, and do it in a safe community, and, and it's kind of live the American dream. And I'm out of time now, Matt, but you also have the most hypocritical public figure in America, at least for today. That could change tomorrow, but right now I think you've got That's him. right. That's right. That's <laughs> right. Well, well, we'll figure out. We'll, we'll get through it somehow. Hey, thanks, uh, Matt. I really appreciate it. Good to have you on. I hope to have you on again. Merry Christmas. Great to talk to you. Take care. Yes, sir. Same to you. Bye-bye. All right. That's, that's Matt McCoviak, and we'll be right back. 
With SRN News, I'm John Scott. Powerful gusts pushed flames uh, from a wildfire through Southern California canyons today. One of several blazes that has burned near homes and forced residents to flee. That's amid the risk for most of the region that prompted utilities to turn off power to hundreds of thousands of people. The biggest blaze began late Wednesday at a, as a house fire in Orange County's Silverado Canyon. Gusts there topping 70 miles per hour. Capitol Hill's top leaders have spoken about COVID-19 relief for the first time in months. The conversation between House Speaker Nancy Pelosi and Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell adds to tentative optimism that an aid package might also break free. Stocks finishing mix that Dow gained 85 points. The S&P dropped two. This is SRN News. Is the cost of finishing the basement worth the benefit of some peace and quiet? When questions find you, Merrill Edge Self-Directed Investing can help you find answers with personalized planning tools and insights to help you get where you want to go. Even if it's just downstairs. Merrill, a Bank of America company. Visit MerrillEdge.com slash within reach to get started today. Investing involves risk. Merrill Lynch, Pierce, Fenner, and Smith Incorporated. Registered broker dealer, member SIPC. Investment products are not FDIC insured or not bank guaranteed and may lose value. Do you think all vitamin C's are the same? They're not. Ester C is a superior form of vitamin C. It's the only vitamin C with 24-hour immune support. And it lasts up to two times longer than regular vitamin C. So don't just settle for any vitamin C. Buy Ester C and support your immune health today. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Mike Gallagher has the president's back. The bottom line is this president was loyal and fought for the American people for four years. If you are in the mood to abandon him now, you knock yourself out. But for me, I'm going to stick with the, the American president who has accomplished so much in such a short period of time. The Mike Gallagher Show, weekdays at 9, right before Dennis Prager at noon on AM 1250. The Answer. Meeting new people, going on dates, <laughs> I was way out of practice. Silver Singles made it easy for me to get back into dating, and it felt just right. Rediscover the magic of dating with Silver Singles, the exclusive community for singles over 50. Signing up was easy. I told them a little about me, my interests, and I started getting matches right away. At Silver Singles, you receive daily matches you won't want to miss. Start your search today at silversingles.com slash radio. Silversingles.com. This is Jay Hagerman of Abernathy and Hagerman. Upon your passing, you wouldn't want a judge to decide who raises your children or how your estate gets divided. It is important to review your estate planning documents to ensure they protect what matters most. At Abernathy and Hagerman, we will work with you to establish an estate plan that nominates a guardian for your minor children and that your assets are used for your family's benefit. Judge for yourself. For legal help that lasts a lifetime, visit a-h.law. Do you or your business have financial problems? Are you overwhelmed with debt? Then call me, Attorney Dennis Spire at 412-471-7675. My legal practice concentrates on bankruptcy law, debtor rights, and tax matters. I have over 30 years' experience as a former United States Department of Justice bankruptcy attorney and lawyer in private practice. I have represented thousands of cases faced with financial problems and lawsuits. Reorganize and get a fresh start. Call 412-471-7675 or visit my website at DennisSpira.com. AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The Answer. WPGP Pittsburgh. W223CS Pittsburgh. Division of Salem Media Group. Listen on the Answer mobile app. Smart speakers. Tune in. iHeart or Radio.com. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. On 28 inbound, looks like some delays with an accident blocking the left lane as you approach Route 8. You're jammed back to the Highland Park Bridge. Accident cleared also from inbound 28, that at the 40th Street Bridge, but still some delays approaching the area. Outbound Parkway West looking congested between Green Tree and Carnegie. Outbound Parkway East a little slow to the Squirrel Hill Tunnel. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson. AM 1250, The Answer. Weather. 
Expect an evening shower in places, otherwise mostly cloudy skies tonight. We'll see a low tonight of 33. Tomorrow, on and off rain and drizzle. Tomorrow, we'll reach a high of 43. We'll start the weekend off Saturday with cloudy skies, a rain or snow shower in spots. Saturday, expect a high of 39. Sunday, low clouds at a high of 35. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. Parents, let's be honest. Many high school and college-age kids seem to have little direction these days. That might be true for your son or daughter. They spend a lot of time gaming, hanging with friends, but nothing seems to lead them on a path to adulthood. You may want them to go to a four-year university, but their grades just don't warrant it. Their lack of passion and direction makes you wonder if a four-year university would even be a wise investment. Here's a better route to consider. The Full Stack Software Development Program from Steve Wozniak. Available through SalemCareerHub.com. They'll learn real-life work skills that are marketable and in high demand right now. And at SalemCareerHub.com, you can sign up for these courses at 50% off their regular price. Talk it over with your kids and get them out of the basement. They're probably as anxious as you are to move forward and just need a little push. The place to start? SalemCareerHub.com. You can also call 866-711-6275. 866-711-6275. Or SalemCareerHub.com. The John Steigerwall Show. AM 1250, The Answer. Bipartisanship is not something we see a lot of these days in Washington, uh, but back in September, a bill called Uyghur Forced Labor Prevention Act passed the House by a vote of, are you ready, 406 to 3. And guess who's lobbying against it? Your friends at Nike, Coca-Cola, and Apple. And forced labor is just a nice way of saying slavery. Helen Raleigh is a senior writer at The Federalist. She's calling them out, uh, those companies and others, for their hypocrisy. She joins us now. Helen, thanks for being here. Thank you for having me, John. So so what what possible reason could these companies have to justify not being opposed to slavery? It's just one word, money. They want (laughs) you to keep making money in China. Yeah, and how? I mean, and what, what, what are they doing? How are they benefiting on the backs of the slaves? And we're talking just in this instance about Nike, Coca-Cola, and Apple, but there are others. Right, there are a bunch of others. So basically, um, they are worried about their supply chains going to get a distro, you know, suffer disruptions because of, because of this bill. And many of their Chinese contractors, are, as I mentioned in my articles, hire basically hired uh, Uyghur workers, young Uyghur workers. This, this is why they can keep their product cheap. And so these American corporations, they do not want to lose their contractors. They're afraid. And also this bill will hold the American companies accountable if uh, any of their supply chains is found out to use, uh, have used any slave laborers. So they don't want to hold it legally liable, and they want to also continue to enjoy uh, cheap products from China. And what what would they do? What would the penalty for these companies be? You know, if, so if they're found to this, be. Uh, so, yeah, um, this, this law passed the U.S. House. And right now, it's under consideration of the Senate, so it's not uh-huh. a official law yet. Right, but right. if it if it become a law, um, they are so all the all the U.S. publicly traded companies are required to annually certify to the SEC, the Security Exchange Commission, to certify that their products uh, their products do not contain any uh, slave labor, you know, component. And if they are found out not to be true, they can be uh, sued and hold legally liable. They basically committed, like, security fraud. And, and so these companies, uh, are they... Are they out there trying to convince people that slavery is not happening and that they're not, their products are not being made by slaves? Do they think they convince people of that? Well, so basically they are trying to play. Basically they try to have the cake and eat it too. This is why I call their hypocrisies appalling. So mm-hmm. here in the United States, they are, they are lecturing us almost on a daily basis about, you know, we are suffering institutional racism and they're lecturing us about, you know, they're standing up for social justice and address, they're, they're doing, they're giving money to addressing, to address, the, you know, racial inequality in this country. 
at the same time, they try to water down this bill with their arguments that, oh, we do not know, there's no evidence any forced labor is happening in, you know, in our supply chain in China, which is not true. As I mentioned in my article, there are mountains of evidence to show that uh, both Nikes and Apple as examples, that uh, their contractors use Uyghur, uh, you know, forced labor to produce the components of their product. So people who uh, might be buying gifts uh, in the next uh, couple of weeks for Christmas, they should be aware that uh, the gift that they are buying for someone may have been produced by a slave, correct? If they're, pay- if they're buying a Nike, uh, a Nike, uh, some mm-hmm. Nike gear for someone, good chance it was made by a slave in China. Decent chance, anyway. Yeah, there's a decent chance. So we, I think American consumers need to be educated and need to hold those companies accountable because they cannot, um, like I said, they cannot try to have their cake and eat it at the same time. They cannot lecture us about the, all the fallings in this country and uh, try to ride a moral high horse at the same time, feel very comfortable to justify somehow some form of slavery, slave labor, some form of injustice is totally acceptable. That's just... That that cannot happen. And and how many companies are we talking about here that are benefiting from this slavery? It's not just uh, the three I mentioned: Nike, Coca Cola, and Apple. There are a lot more, right? There are a lot more. Um, in my article, I referenced this uh, research just published earlier this year uh, by the Australia Strategic Policy Institute. They identified at least uh, eighty-two global brands. Uh, a few of them, a few of them are Chinese brands, but a majority of them are Western brands. So well-known companies like Google, Apple, uh, HP, um, many, many of them. So there's a list on their website that I put a link in my article that people can go look look it up. We're we're talking to Helen Raleigh. You can see her piece at thefederalist.com. Uh, it's all about the uh, the hypocrisy of some of these companies and their their their. Pushing, uh, they're, they're they're telling people how uh, much in favor of social justice and how opposed they are to oppression, and they're they're having products made by le- people who are literally slaves. Um, so, what are the extent of the abuses against the Uyghur people by the by the Chinese communists, uh, Helen? It's a government-led, uh, systematic, ethnic cleansing. That's what's happening with the Uyghurs. So as we know, it has been widely reported uh, between one to two million Uyghurs were forced into internment camps. And in those camps, they, suffered, they, are, they are subject to political indoctrination. They are forced to learn the Mandarin language. They are forced to learn the you know, political ideology of the communism. And uh, they, they are forced to give up their own religion. And also women, especially women, suffer, you know, additional cruelties. You know, they were forced uh, birth controls and abortions. Um, uh, some people say there are evidence of organ harvesting. And then even for those who made it out of the uh, camps, uh, as I mentioned in my article, then they became slave, you know, forced labor, forced laborers. They, they were transferred far, far away from home, you know, left their families behind and the work. They have to work in those factories. Like, for example, they have to work in this one factory that supplies shoes for Nike. And during the day, they spend long hours sewing the Nike shoes. At night, they do not get a break. At night, they have to attend the political education, which is the political indoctrination by the party. And they are not a, a, allowed to freely go anywhere. They always have a, a minder, um, you know, monitor their movement, and they cannot freely express themselves. They cannot quit their job. I mean, they, they, they are, you know, forced labor. It's a terrible, terrible situation. And how are they, how are they justifying their opposition to the bill that, that I mentioned that was approved 406 to 3? I mean, if you're, if you're going to be lobbying against something, you're going to have to have a reason uh, for it uh, that, that people are going to think is a, a good enough reason that it's going to, you know, that it'll work, that you can prevent the bill from being being uh, made into law. What, what, what are they saying that, that, that justifies opposition to a bill that is uh, against slavery? Well, so basically their stated reasons are, uh, number one, they do not see any evidence uh, oh, okay. through, yeah, right. through their own auditors that they have not find any you know, slave laborers in their supply chain. But the, but the underlying reasons is they don't want to upside the Chinese Communist Party 
they want to continue to make money in China. And we're, and, and we're not talking about, for them to say that they're not aware of it is, is an insult to everybody's intelligence, isn't it? I mean, we're, we're not talking about a few people being abused. We're talking about millions and millions of people being uh, really right. terribly abused. Yes, and, uh, you know, in today's world, there are wealth of information about the abuse widely available in, on, on the Internet. So none of those companies can pretend they have never heard about it and there's nothing they can, you know, nothing they can do. Another thing, they, they keep insisting that, that they rely on third-party auditors uh, and there's third-party auditors in China telling them there's no slave laborers, you know, there's no forced laborers. But, but the truth is, uh, the third-party auditors has, have been prevented by the Chinese government to go into Xinjiang to even auditing any of those for, firms to begin with. So they do not have those accurate information. Think about all this when, you, when you're out there uh, looking for gifts uh, this Christmas season, uh, when you're buying things from uh, people like uh, Nike and Coca-Cola and Apple and others. Um, the, 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 what really surprised me in your piece, Helen, was that these companies, there are actually companies, I guess Apple would be one of them, I don't know, maybe you can tell me, but uh, the American companies have actually helped the Chinese with their surveillance of these people, of the Uyghurs, of the slaves, which is a, a really um, uh, intense surveillance, but they're getting help from American companies to do it? Yes. So American companies like Seagate, like Western Digital, Intel, and HP, it, they all helped nurture, nurture the, uh, provide China the technical know-how, the financial know-how, as well as products and components to help the Chinese government build a massive a surveillance industry in Xinjiang, and another, not just in Xinjiang, uh, if, uh, for the Uyghurs, once they, once the Chinese government perfected the technology, the surveillance technologies and the products in Xinjiang, they spread it out to the rest of the country, so they can keep 1.4 billion Chinese people under close watch, and now they're exporting those repressive technologies around the world. So that the technology that that the American companies are helping the Chinese with, and their surveillance, is also being exported by the Chinese to other repressive, um, oppressive um, regimes uh, to uh, mm-hmm. to surveil their own people. Correct? That's amazing. Yes. Not only yeah. Not only that, and because those rep- repressive technologies are expensive, so a Chinese company would usually approach the uh, another repressive government to say, hey, you know, we can sell you this technology if you cannot afford it. You know, a Chinese bank will loan you the money. And in exchange, we control all the data. So what happens is they basically just create all these different client states that, uh, you know, have to abide by the Chinese Communist Party. And uh, what really got me, too, and we're talking to Helen Raleigh. You can see her piece at The Federalist. She's a senior writer there. Uh, thefederalist.com. Um, Airbnb seems like a pretty nice company, but they are uh, kind of tight with the, the communist Chinese too, aren't they? Oh, they are the worst. They um, are? So basically, they are the worst. Basically, they are about to have IPO, initial public offering. They're basically going to become a public listed company. And uh-huh. uh, for their one of their metrics to measure their senior executives for their bonuses, is to say how many, how fast they can grow their business in China. And um, they share a lot of the uh, information that collected, especially if, including information collected on about American travelers uh, with the Chinese authorities. So if you ever use the Air, Airbnb, it's very Chinese government has your information, even though you are here in the United States. And uh, when one of, their rep, one, one of their employees raised a concern about the data security, uh, one of the co-founders of Airbnb basically told him to shut up and said, we're not here to pro- promote American value. And this is Airbnb, the, the company that lots of people use to uh, find places to stay and, and, you know, when they go on vacation. Um, and who knew that they were in bed with the Chinese communists? They're everywhere, aren't they? They are. I, I really think our corporation, American, uh, big American corporations are the worst. 
um, even though now, you know, many politicians, even many politicians, uh, as well as American people, are gradually recognized uh, the true nature of the Communist Party and the threat it, pro- uh, uh, it poses. But uh, American corporations seem to go all in that, uh, you know, they are really on a suicide mission because the Chinese uh, government has every intent to replace American companies with their own home, homegrown companies, you know, eventually. So basically, American companies are just chasing short-term profit and in the meantime help build a all-powerful uh, totalitarian state. Well, you didn't write about this in your piece, but, but the, the media have done a nice job of avoiding Joe Biden's uh, friendliness with the Chinese uh, communists. What might him becoming president ha- uh, do for uh, what's going on over there? What are the chances of him doing anything to stop it? I'm not sure. <laughs> Actually, I wrote uh, several pieces prior to the election um, about uh, his son, uh, Hunter Biden's questionable business dealings in, in China. But of course, mm-hmm. you know, after election, nobody wants to talk about it. Um, I, I, did, I did discuss that in my book. I have a new book come, come out. It's, a, it's called The Backlash. It's available on Amazon. I talk about the China policies um, going forward. And so I, I'm very concerned. Um, because Joe Biden has been around for a long time, and if you look at his cabinet choices, he seems to basically just recreated the Obama administration. And the, the people he relied on are the same people who advocated and implemented uh, the wrong uh, China policies, which lead us to the current uh, day situation. So I'm not sure how different you know he'll be able to do. And also, you know, as you know, the Democrats are in a mode that uh, anything Trump does, they're against. So it's very likely, you know, he, he will totally override the Trump policy. Hey, uh, Helen, I'm out of time. Um, a great piece at The Federalist by Helen Raleigh. And uh, the book, uh, what's the name of the book again, Helen? The book is called The Backlash, How Communist China's Aggression Has Backfired. Well, good luck with the book, and thanks for coming on. We'll have you on again. Appreciate it. All right. Thank you. Bye. Okay. Bye. That's Helen Raleigh. We'll be right back. Still paying outrageous premiums for your health insurance, or maybe you settled with a ministry plan, some short-term medical or limited benefit plan that lacks the coverage you need? This is John Stoggerwald from my friends at Marley Financial. And every agency offers the same stuff, well, except Marley Financial. Marley Financial now offers a unique ACA clone that looks, feels, and most importantly, acts just like a Blue Cross plan. In fact, it's even better. You can go to any hospital or facility anywhere in the country. They'll actually waive your deductible for inpatient and surgery. Does your plan do that? Plus, they can customize your plan to reduce your costs for the rest of your life. Contact Marley Financial today, 724-884-1496. You don't have to wait until open enrollment, 724-884-1496, or visit MarleyFG.com. Nobody does health insurance like Marley Financial, the most innovative agency in the marketplace. 724-884-1496 at MarleyFG.com. If you're thinking of replacing your carpets due to pet stains and odors, you must try Genesis 950. Thanks to Genesis 950, I can have guests for the holidays without the shame of pet stains and odors. With water, it breaks down the bonds of stains and odors, so they're gone for good. Its antibacterial component removes pet odors from carpet and padding. It can even be used in a carpet cleaning machine. And it's green, so it's safe for my family and pets. Before you purchase new carpets, you must try Genesis 950. It's made in America. One gallon of industrial strength genesis 950 makes up to seven gallons of cleaner but genesis 950 is not just for pet stains it's great for floors bathrooms kitchens garages grease stains wheels tires decreasing engines and upholstery need a holiday gift for a pet owner they will love genesis 950 it's available on amazon however if you order a gallon direct at genesis 950.com you will receive a free spray bottle free shipping and discount using code salem that's genesis 950.com genesis 950.com by now, you've heard me talk about my pillow and how it's literally changed my life. They won't go flat. 
You can wash and dry them as many times as you want. They maintain their shape. Made in the USA. For a limited time, Mike is offering his premium MyPillows for his lowest price ever. You can get a standard queen premium MyPillow for $29.98. Originally $69.98. That's a $40 savings. Kings are only $5 more. Not only are you getting the lowest price ever, $29.98 for a standard queen premium, but Mike is extending his 60-day money-back guarantee to March 1st, 2021. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener square and use promo code STAG. There you'll find not only this amazing offer, but also deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the Giza Dream bed sheets, the MyPillow mattress topper, and MyPillow towel sets. Or call 800-716-8087 and use promo code STAG. This is the John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250, The Answer. Now we have some breaking news for you here. You'll be thrilled to hear this. Uh, Joe Biden, assuming he is inaugurated, um, will, uh, in his first, he said this today, just a little while ago, I guess, at uh, CNN, uh, he said during an interview that he plans to ask the American public to wear masks for 100 days starting the day he's inaugurated. So on Inauguration Day, uh, you are going to be asked by the President of the United States to wear a mask for 100 days. Uh, and he will, uh, but only only for the 100 days. So I guess, um I don't know what 100 days is exactly after January 20th, but whatever that date is, um, on the 101st day, we're all good. Take the masks off. Everything will be fine. Uh, But 99 days, don't be taking that mask off um, because uh, people will die. This is what we're dealing with. You get what you vote for, and if this guy is legitimately the president of the United States, he's going to tell you that you have to wear a mask. Despite the fact that there's plenty of science out there, and we've talked about it here, that shows that the masks are useless. And we have the President of the United States, who, by the way, said he's going to keep Dr. Fauci on as his top uh, medical advisor. That should make you happy, too. <laughs> Talk to you tomorrow. Bye. The John Steigerwald Show is a production of the Answer Pittsburgh and Salem Media Group.